What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Geeks with Grace. My name is Lonnie, and today is September the 30th, 2019. And we are coming to you live from Studio B here in Cynthia, Kentucky. And I cannot believe it is already almost October. Now, it doesn't feel like October out there. Um, I think today got to be 92 here in Central Kentucky. Tomorrow's going to be 93. But I did hear that we do have a a chance of a cool down here come Thursday and Friday. I believe it's going to be high in the 70s. So, just like everything in Kentucky, we go from summer straight to winter. I was looking on social media today, and then, and there are different predicaments or different predictions on uh, what winter is going to be like, and it seemed like we're going to have a lot of snow. I was uh, looking at somebody's page. I forget who it was, but they had, it looked like four rocks, and if you could see a fork or a knife or a spoon, it's supposed to um, tell you something. I seen four spoons, and it meant that we're going to have some snow. But you know what? We'll worry about that when it comes. I just want to go ahead and get some um, some cooler weather in. Even though I do like summer, uh, I'm not a big fan of winter. Uh, I'm not a definitely not a big fan of 99 degrees and hot and humid. Give me around 72 during the day, 60 or 50s at night. So maybe a little bonfire, roast some mallows, stuff like that. Now that's be paradise for me. But anyway, I'm hoping everybody hasn't had a good weekend. Um, we had a busy weekend. The um, Harrison County Marching Thoroughbreds, they place reserve grand champions at the Moorhead State Eagles Classic, uh, which is pretty good. I mean, better than pretty good. It's pretty excellent. Um, them, them students, those kids, they worked really hard. I know my kids worked hard all week. Um, my nephew worked hard all week, so we're very excited. Uh, it, also, it was also homecoming weekend uh, for Harrison County students. The high school had their homecoming dance, and I know my niece, she went to homecoming dance, and I know she had a good time, so uh, that's always a fun time. I remember my homecoming dance a long time ago in the 80s. Um, so again, homecoming dances are pretty nice. What else happened over the weekend? Um, it was Youth Sunday at Robinson Christian Church. I got to leave service. I got to preach. And we're going to do a little bit of, um, I'll probably share some of the thoughts from Youth Sunday. Um, some of my message about how we should talk to our kids and how we should listen to our kids. I think too many times we... Um, we live in a world where we don't really listen enough, not just to, to our students, but also our fellow co-workers, our, our spouses, uh, people in our lives. We don't tend to want to listen as much. So hopefully um, we'll get through our little our fun stuff first, but then we'll go straight into um, some tips on how uh, we can communicate better. Because if you know anything about this world, communication is the key. Um, but before we get to all that, let's have a little bit of fun. I was doing some recent surveys here, and I found out that um, not everybody likes Superman. You know, not everybody likes a Batman or, or Spider-Man. But they do have a top list of the most popular superheroes of all time. Um, if you have a favorite superhero, uh, why don't you drop us a line at geekswithgrace at outlook.com. Or you can always drop me a text or phone at 859-588-2430. Tell us uh, where you're listening from, where you are. 
because um, I've been getting reports of listeners as far as Michigan um, and Louisville, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool that this ministry, this podcast is growing. But it says here the most popular superheroes of all time. Uh, number 10, they have as the Green Lantern. Now, the Green Lantern possesses many identities. Green Lantern first appearance was in 1940th, Alan Scott. With the help of his magic ring, Alan Scott fought off villains in the threatening New York City. Now, today, there's an entire Green, Lord, Green Lantern's core. So, um, there's lots of Green Lantern uh, individuals out there. So, he's number 10. Number 9, the most popular superhero be uh, The Flash. Um, that's Alex's, my son Alex, his favorite superhero is The Flash. Uh, the original Flash first appeared in 1940. The Flash's superhero is a, has amazing speed, which helps him fight off enemies and even break certain laws of physics. So, again, number nine was The Flash. Number eight, most popular uh, superhero will be Thor. Um, we all know Thor from uh, the Avengers this summer. Thor is the god of thunder. Um, he was created by Marvel and first appeared in 1962. Thor uses a hammer to help him fly and alter alter the weather. Uh, but it, sometimes in the movies, they kind of alter the history or the, the physics of the superheroes because we find out in Thor Ragnarok that um, he wasn't really his hammer that gave him his strength. It was his individual self. Um, his father, Odin, told him that, um, which is a good object lesson. I think a lot of times we use things to identify as who we are uh, but it's really the person that's inside of us that define who we are. Okay, number seven most popular superhero is the Hulk. The Hulk is a giant green humanoid who is insanely strong and vulnerable to many different kinds of attacks. Uh, the Incredible Hulk first appeared in comics in 1962. Um, I remember in the 80s, Lou Frigno played the Incredible Hulk on TV. Um, and I actually got to see him um, live in person. Back in the early 80s in Cincinnati, Ohio, they used to have a thing called the Cavalcade of Customs, which were like old-time classic cars, and different celebrities would come, and you could meet them. I actually met the Incredible Hawk, who was Lou Frigno, and I met that little robot, Twiggy, uh, from the Buck Rogers TV show. If they got any old-timers out there, you might, my age, you might know about the, the Buck Rogers show. Now, here's what surprised me. The number six most popular um, superhero is Captain America, otherwise known as Steve Rogers. Um, Captain America first appeared in Marvel Comics in 1941. Um, Captain America is probably one of my most favorite besides Superman um, because I guess it's his virtues. Um, the way the character was written, the way the character um, was portrayed, especially in the movies this past 10 years. Um, being a, the big blue boy scout like Superman. So, again, I like Captain America. I like the fact of his virtues and he's kind of old-fashioned with his uh, morals and stuff like that, which, you know, we could use a little bit more of Captain America in today's world. Let's see. Number five, the fifth most popular character is Wolverine. Halfway through our countdown is iconic Wolverine. The Wolverine didn't appear in comics until 1974. He grew to fame as part of the X-Men. Um, with his razor-sharp claws and wolf-like senses, and I guess just his bad boy attitude. Uh, I think that's what makes Wolverine popular. Uh, number four, which is another surprise to me, is Superman. Uh, created back in 1938, Superman is much more than a superhero. He's, a, he's an icon. Um, a lot of superheroes that we see of today 
um, is based off of of Superman. Um, but during the day, Superman is known as Clark Kent, and he's able to use his cape to fly around and fight crime. Again, it's not his cape that causes him to fly. It's his, uh, his well, being Kryptonian. And there's different theories. A lot of people believe because the, gravel, the gravity uh, is stronger on Krypton than it is here in, on Earth, so that makes him able to fly. But as far as the... Um, bulletproof and can see shoot rays out of his eyes i believe that's because of his kryptonian blood um that makes him that way uh number three is iron man known as tony stark uh the story of iron man is an interesting one tony stark was an engineer who was captured and forced to build a giant weapon um, when he realized that his weapons were being destructive and hurting even good people, he shut it down and decided to build a suit of armor and become what we know as Iron Man. Uh, number two, which is really good, is Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, also known as Peter Parker, is a teen uh, teenager, a young kid who um, who fights crime in the city, crawls up on walls, and kind of acts like a giant spider. So that must lead us to number one. Our number one superhero of all time, according to popular belief, is Batman. Uh, Batman, otherwise known as Bruce Wayne. Batman was created in 1939. His character is a billionaire who owns Wayne's Enterprises, who seeks vengeance against his parents' murder. Batman has been popular with people everywhere since his creation. Um, I can see why a lot of people like Batman. I like to call him the Batman to kind of get on people's nerves. But, you know, the whole part about revenge, you know, that was good in the first couple you know, months of the story. But as he evolved, as Batman became more of a central character, he kind of went away from revenge to more of a crime fighter, also known as a great detective. So there you have it, folks. The, uh, the top 10 most popular superheroes of all times. Now, you may have your own favorite superhero. You may have a superhero that's not even listed. I know a lot of people... Um, have superheroes, you know, but I was kind of surprising, um, there was no women, no heroines, no women, um, heroines basically listed in our list, um, because I know Wonder Woman is, is a courageous and a, and a top superhero, um, Batgirl, um, the Scarlet Witch, um, the Black Widow, all these are really, you know, cool superheroes, um, but they weren't mentioned, so I guess we'll have to do another survey, see which one people like, so again, there's your top 10 um, superheroes that people find in today's world they like the most, alright, guess what time it is, it is time for dad jokes i am a dad and i like to do dad jokes i'm just gonna throw out some dad jokes here and you can use these with your kids with your students with your um with anybody really so here we go dad joke number one what do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping what do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping a dinosaur get it dino snore that was kind of lame what is fast, loud, and crunchy? <laughs> a rocket chip. Why did a teddy bear say no? What? Why did the teddy bear say no to dessert? Why did the teddy bear say no to dessert? Because he was stuffed. <laughs> what has ears but cannot hear? A cornfield. Now, if you're laughing, you know, then we want you to definitely let us know. All right, what did the left eye say to the right eye? We'll round it off. We'll stop it right here. What did the left eye say to the right eye? Between us, something smells. 
I'm guessing referring to his nose. So there you go. There are some dad jokes for you to share around the workplace. Okay, let's look to our Bible verse. You know, we need, you know, here at Geeks with Grace, we try to encourage with Bible verses and we try to, you know, encourage with some, you know, practicalities and applications for everyday life. But today's Bible verse comes from 1 Peter 4.10. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Um, again, our Bible verse for today comes from 1 Peter 4.10. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful serve stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Um, I'm a big believer that we should use whatever gift we have to serve others and to serve the Lord. You know, if you like to talk like me, you know, maybe you, your job would be to encourage others. If, you, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you like to help by cooking or sewing or volunteering at your local, you know, school or volunteering at your church, you know, whatever gift you have, um, you should use it for the Lord. Um, in Colossians 3.23, it tells us whatever we do, work the, the working for the Lord, not for man. And it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter if you're a student. God has graced you with the ability to do something. God has graced you with the ability to do some kind of service for him. And it doesn't have to be preaching from the pulpit. It doesn't have to be a leader in the church. It could be something as small as visiting a shut-in, taking a plate of cookies to a new mom, you know, putting together a, a dish service, you know, somebody you know to cook food for somebody who may be in the hospital. So there are many, many gifts that you may have. I mean, if you're good at social media, if you're good at posting or getting on Twitter, you know, you can do a website for a church or, you know, there's just so many things you can do. All right, let's look at an object lesson for today. I know I'm big, a big supporter of parents should teach at home uh, what the kids learn in church. Um, the biggest misconception I think youth ministers and ministers get is they think their kids should be taught at church and that's it. Um, but guess what, mom and dad, you know, you have to teach them at home. You have to reiterate what they're learning. And I know it could be hard to come up with some kind of a lesson, some kind of an object plan or anything to motivate your kids to put the tablets down or put the phone down and spend a few minutes in the God's Word. But I want to give you a little creative Bible um, object lesson that's kind of cool to use. Uh, it kind of goes with our, our Bible verse. Um, basically, the object lesson is you need a backpack. Get yourself a backpack. I know your kids have one. Um filled with um, different types of school supplies and a few random items and also a Bible. And basically, we're going to talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, you can look at 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7, which says there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them and all men. So basically, you take this backpack full of stuff and you pass it around your, your family and each of them draws or takes something out of the backpack and they kind of explain what it's used for. For instance, if they pull out a pencil. What's the pencil used for? Well, it's for writing. Um, they pull out some paper. It's for writing on. They pull out a calculator. It's for adding. Um, but then if you throw other stuff in there like, I don't know, a screwdriver or a hammer or maybe a cookbook. You know, so you use this and show them that everything is important and everything works for God. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's a good object lesson that you can use 
um, for your family. Um, and I'm saying um a lot because I'm trying to load something on the computer here, and there it is. So we're going to talk now about what I talked about on Sunday. Uh, I'm still waiting for that, you know, anybody to come down and talk with me and, and kind of interact with me. But until then, we're going to go over some things that I talked about on Sunday. Um, basically, it's about communication. And, and the way we talk to our kids has a significant impact on their learning and ability, ability to listen to us. We are continually modeling to our kids how to act and behave. And the way we talk to them fits right into this category. The way you talk to your kids um, is what they're learning and how to talk to others. So if you like to yell, you're teaching your kids to yell at others. If you like to cuss, guess what? You're teaching your, your kids to cuss. But there are three types of, of way parents or people talk. There are three types of communication things. Um, the first one is aggressive communication. Um, it's a style, I guess you could say, an aggressive communication style. Now, these parents yell a lot, put their kids down, and use attacking words. If you're a type of parent or a person who puts kids down, who likes to yell at kids and feel you know inferior or empowered to them, um, you need to change your communication style because what you're doing, you're teaching your kids to yell. Um, and to be rude. Another type of communication style is a, the passive form. Um, you are too soft. Um, you let your kids walk over you. You try to bribe your kids. You try to coerce them or tell them, hey, I'll buy you this or I'll give you that or please do this. So well, I think what happens is, you know, our kids learn to walk over us. So basically the way we need to be with our kids is assertiveness. Um, this is by far the most effective way to interact with kids at all levels. Uh, when you're assertive, your communication is firm, it's consistent, it's clear, it's positive, it's warm, and it's confident. Um, so again, there's the three types of communication styles that I find that people and parents use a lot with their kids. Because you've all been to Walmart. You've all seen you know parents lose it and snap and just start screaming. Uh, but sometimes, you know, parents don't know any difference because that how that's how they were taught. Uh, but here is just a few tips that I like to use um, when communicating with children. And I hope you can use this in your own life, whether you're a school teacher, a Sunday school teacher, or just a parent. Uh, but here are a few tips I think will help us all be more effective when communicating with your children. Uh, use your child's name. Your own name is music to your ears. I mean, am I correct? You love to hear your name called. Um, you love to hear your name. Um, our kids are no different. They love to hear their name. Plus, it helps to get their attention. Before delivering your message, say, Lonnie, would you please do this? Or, George, could you do this? You know, Emily, could you do that? Um, Alex, could you do this? So, again, if you use their name first, then I think it gets their attention and right away you, you got them. Um, use positive language. Try not to say no or don't all the time. Um, if we say don't drop that glass or no run inside or don't drag your coat in the dirt, your child has the thought and image embedded in their mind. And more often than others, they will drop the glass and they will drag their coat. So the more positive thing to say is um, hold the coat up so it doesn't drag. Um, please hold that glass tight so you don't spill it. Um, so again, you know, try to stay away from words like no or don't. 
Uh, try to eliminate words you use that may be ridiculing or name calling. For instance, you know, you're acting like a big baby. Quit that. Or you're a naughty boy. Or you're or shaming somebody. I was ashamed of you today. Um, this type of language achieves very little except leaving your child feeling um, worthless. Um, I mean, how would you feel if somebody called you a big baby or said they're ashamed of you or said, you know, degrading words to you and you're an adult? So, again, how, you know, this makes kids feel feel less, you know, important. Um, connect with your child using eye contact. You know, definitely when you talk to your kids, um, look them in the eye. Um, put the phone down. Put the the book down, the newspaper down, talk, to, if you're going to talk to your kids, um, look them in the eye, I mean, don't you want that as an adult, don't you want somebody to look you in the eye and give you the attention, I was in the bank the other day, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves, I don't care if it's the bank, Walmart, church, whatever, I was in the bank, I was at the bank, um, and I was next to this lady at the teller, and then you know, there was like two tellers open, and I was talking to one about what I wanted, and the other one's over there behind the counter, you know, doing her job. And this lady walks up on her cell phone, you know, crinched in her neck, in her ear, talking to somebody on the phone while trying to do bank business. To me, that is the rudest thing I've ever seen. Um, hang your phone up, lady. You know, if you're listening, I don't know who you were, but put your phone down and take care of your bank business. First of all, not everybody in line want to hear your business. I was standing right beside her, and I don't want to hear about your business, but yet she's got her phone right there next to her neck and ear trying to, you know, say what she wants at the bank and still talk on the phone. Same thing happens at Walmart. I was talking to a Walmart um, cashier, and they said that's like the rudest thing they see every day, people up there on their phones. I mean, seriously, if the phone conversation is that important, you shouldn't be at the bank or Walmart. And if it's not that important, guess what? You can call back. You know what? We don't live in the 1800s. You don't need the Pony Express. You know, you don't need to go down to Olson's Mercantile and have Mrs. Olson ring up, you know, whatever. You don't need to go to Mayberry and have, what's her name, you know, dial B576. You know, people, hang your phone up. All right? If you're going to talk to somebody, if you're talking to me and you got your neck crunched and you're on your phone while you're talking to me, I'll slap that phone out your hand. No, I won't do that, but I'll, I won't talk to you. I'll walk away. And then it looks like I'm the rude person. So, again, you know, if you want to connect with your kids or with anybody, you know, use eye contact. Put the phone down. All right? But, again, you can hear more about my sermon. You can hear more about how to communicate with kids and how to listen to kids um, on our website. If you go to our website, www.robinsonchristian.com, our sermons are up on the website. Um, again, this was a short podcast, but I was excited to get back in the mix of things. I've been terribly busy uh, with work, with church, with this ministry, with school, with band, with everything. So, again, we hope you enjoy our Geeks with Grace podcast. Um, again, if you want to come down and talk to us, if you want to come down and hang out um, with us and come to Studio B, we'd love to have you. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, we can talk about superheroes. We can talk about the Bible. We can talk about and we can talk about anything. Um, again, this is Lonnie saying I'm going to be praying for you guys. Um, take care of each other. All right? That's our goal here at Geeks of Grace. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you soon.
This has been Geeks with Grace.